Welcome back to Building Billions. I am taking you behind the scenes of a live training that I just completed probably 10 minutes ago. And this live training, I debated whether or not I was going to put this on the podcast because I'm not sure that this podcast is going to be a lot of teaching content. I don't know. I haven't decided. This is, this is a little new. I kind of like just talking to you out of a microphone. But as I was going through the agenda and looking at the content, I think that this content is really helpful for people who are struggling to figure out this disengagement thing inside their business. And when I say disengagement, I mean disengagement from your team members. I know that I used to really struggle with finding people who wanted to succeed and wanted to make an impact in the same way that I did until I made it my mission to just figure out what actually works. And so this presentation I give is me really going through what are the things that I've learned, why is disengagement such an issue, and how do you create engagement inside your team to where you can go off and do crazy cool things like what I was able to do last week going to Vogue 100 in Paris and then go to London. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm I'm very curious and fascinated if this type of content is something that you're interested in. If you want to send me a little note at buildingbillionspodcast.com, it would be great to get your feedback on what type of content you would like to hear on the podcast. So enjoy. Revenue day. We're starting this off. I am beyond excited to be here with you guys because what I am an expert at is helping business owners, helping leaders grow and scale their businesses. And specifically, the hardest part, as I've worked with thousands of business over business owners over the de- last decade, is really figuring out this art of duplication. How do you take a trip? How do you enjoy your family time? How do you create the life that you actually started your business to be able to have if you don't do that through people? Now, most business owners have this misconception, and that misconception is that people cost you money. Let me just get this straight. People do not cost you money. You are costing yourself revenue growth. You're costing yourself lack of profitability. You're causing yourself headache, stress, drama, frustration, because you're not hiring people and you don't have this fundamental belief that people don't cost you money. But once you get over, so if any of you guys are like, yeah, I know that they don't cost me money. They help me add money to my business. But man, once I hire them, it's just hard. It's difficult. It's frustrating to work alongside people who aren't as excited and passionate about the business, the clients, as I am. And I know business owners really struggle with this, but I have to tell you that there is a solution. And over the last three and a half years, I've hired over 200 team members across our businesses through Cardone Ventures and our 10X Health business. And I was able just last week to say yes to an opportunity to go to Europe. I had zero plans like not a single intention of going to Europe. Last week I was in Paris for the first two days and London for another three. And the Sunday before I had no intention of going to Paris, no intention of going to London, but an amazing opportunity to get known, to blow my business up, to make connections came up. And because I know and can duplicate, I know how to, and I know 
that I am duplicated inside our business, I was able to say yes on that opportunity. How many of you guys wanna be able to say yes to the cool opportunities, the opportunities that you dream about because you know that the back end of your business is solid. You know that you have team members who are able to help you and they're gonna continue to move clients forward and they're gonna be able to help your patients. That's really the dream. The dream isn't just to be a business owner. The dream isn't just to be an entrepreneur. The dream is duplicating yourself through people who are excited and motivated and looking forward to being able to help solve the problems inside your business in the same way that you do, if not more so. And so today what I'd like to just give you a few nuggets on is how do you find these people? Why is it difficult? And what can you do about it? So I would love to get my slides pulled up because I got a lot of info to fly through in a short amount of time. Look at that. So let's talk about this issue with finding disengaged team members. As you'll see here, these are some statistics that a company called Gallup does every single year. And what you're gonna notice is that engaged employees out of 100 million workers, 72, oh, I'm sorry, 32% of them are engaged. 32% of workers are engaged. So that might make you ask yourself, well, where, what are the other employees? If only 32% are engaged, what the heck is happening with the rest of the workforce? 51% state that they are disengaged and 17% say that they're actively disengaged. This is why you're scared of hiring people, my friends, because you are likely dealing with these statistics. These statistics, they are what they are. But if you ask yourself the question, man, how do I get find, develop, retain, attract the engaged ones, if I can do that and just avoid the disengagement altogether, if I could set up a business that could do that, would my business grow faster? And I'd like to tell you the answer is yes, because have we hired a few disengaged employees over the past few years? I'm sure we probably have. However, the majority of 10Xers, if you ever get a chance to come into our offices, when you go behind the scenes, which I know Pete was just talking about here in just a few minutes, you're gonna see that there are really inspired and motivated people showing up on behalf of Grant Cardone every single day, on behalf of the 10X movement every single day. So yes, these statistics exist, but you have to ask yourself the question, how do you attract the engaged employees? Let your competitors go hire the disengaged ones. Let them hire, especially the actively disengaged ones, so that you can build a business that scales through you. But we just have to be real about the fact that these, these statistics exist and that disengaged employees exist. But that doesn't mean that we have to be effect of the fact that people who don't wanna work exist. You don't have to hire them. That's the beautiful thing about growing a business. Think about what your business, what you want it to do over the next 10 years. Is that $10 million in revenue? Is it $5 million in revenue? Is it a million dollars in revenue? Is it $50 million in revenue? Whatever that number is, pick it, pick it in your head, identify the number. Okay, so then ask yourself the question, how many team members would you need to find in order to fulfill on that revenue target? And I'll give you a little, a little trick. I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I'll give you a little trick because I know that we are talking about all things revenue today. In order to pick the proper amount of team members, you should use the target of $500,000 of revenue per employee. So whatever your number was, divide that number, let's say it was 10 million, divide 10 million, I'm gonna pull out, I'm gonna pull out my calculator. We're gonna divide 10 million, everybody can do this with their number. I'm gonna say the number is 10 million. Now I'm gonna divide that number, see my calculator, simple math, by $500,000. That would mean 20 employees. 
In order for my business to be generating $500,000 of revenue per employee, I would need 20 employees. So all of a sudden, instead of getting lost in statistics, instead of being frustrated that you're talking to disengaged team members, you get real with yourself and you say, man, in order for me to hit my goal, I have to find 20 employees, 20 people. Do you think that you can find 20 people that can be, disen or that can be engaged in order to help you grow your business? Well, I know for certain that you can because on behalf of our business and our clients' businesses, we've hired thousands of employees during this whole thing that's happened over the last few years, which has been the great resignation and COVID and all sorts of economical challenges that are not favorable to the business owner. But what we're about to find with the employment market here very shortly is there's gonna be lots of opportunities because unemployment is going to go up. So there are going to be opportunities for great people to join businesses who have a leader out front creating an opportunity to have them grow. And my question for you is, are you that leader? Do you wanna be that leader? Do you wanna be the person in your community who's known for attracting great people, giving them opportunities, showing them how to succeed, and then coaching and mentoring them along the process in order for you to hit your goals? If that's you, you're in the right place. And this whole business system is set up in order to get you there. It's set up for you to figure out how do I market myself? How do I even promote to people that I know what I'm talking about, that I know that I can help people become successful, that I can get known in my community. Then you have to sell them, marketing, then sales, and then you have to fulfill. So this whole entire unbreakable business system is designed to help you through each one of these points depending on where you're at with your business. So I wanna to talk to you about the causes of disengagement because yes, we have these challenges of disengaged employees, but you might be asking yourself the question, well, why are they disengaged? These are the top five reasons that people list for their disengagement. The first is lack of role clarity. How interesting is that? Lack of role clarity. Do you control inside your business how clear roles are? The answer is yes. That's all on you. You get to decide, man, how clear am I with expectations for this team member? Do they have clarity with what would make them successful or do they not? Knowing that you have control over that level of disengagement, then it doesn't feel random when people are disengaged. You can look to say, man, does this person have clarity in their role? And if they don't, all you do is fix that in order to create the engagement. The next one, lack of recognition. What do you do in your business in order to recognize your team members? What do you do? Do you have a process in place? Is there a systematic way where it, when people do the right thing, when they create a win, when they create an opportunity and they move forward with a target and they hit the target, how do they get recognized? That's totally in your control. So there, again, we have another reason that people are disengaged, but as a leader who's choosing to show up for their team, you get to be in control of that. So that wouldn't cause disengagement because you know that recognition is important. So inside your business, you're going to build a mechanism to recognize your team members. The third cause of disengagement, no feedback. Yet again, you control that. Do you give your team members feedback? What does feedback look like inside your business? ABC company, how does your first employee and your most recent employee know that they are either doing well, they're not doing well, what areas of opportunity exist, and what they would need to do in order to be successful in the next role that they're looking to fulfill inside your business? This is all inside your control. The fourth one, unclear organizational purpose. Who sets the purpose of the organization? Is it some random person outside the ether that just sets this purpose and creates this clarity for your business that you have no control over? 
No, it's you, you create that. So again, you're able to actually create engagement just by following the things that most people say they're disengaged because of. And then the last one is lack of team results. Now, some people get a little antsy on me with this one because they're like, well, if I'm a high performer and my other team members are not high performers and let's say I'm the business owner and this is the dynamic inside one of your departments, then it can seem like it's disengaging for the high performer to not have a team that also produces at the same level that they do. However, yet again, as a business owner, if you are the person who is creating the team dynamic and allowing people who aren't hitting results inside your team, well, of course it's gonna create a dynamic for your high performer to not wanna be a part of the organization. So what I'm trying to just make really clear, when it comes to your people, you are in control of the mechanisms inside your business to create engagement and or to contribute to disengagement. This is not some like, oh, I can't find any great people. I don't know how to hire the right talent. There's no good millennials or Gen Zers that want to work hard. I can't tell you how many times I've heard business owners say those excuses when the reality is they're just not choosing to take control of their business, of the direction of their business, creating clarity, giving feedback to actually hit the targets that they say that they want to hit. And when you become aware that this is what causes disengagement, all of a sudden you can step into, I'm either going to be accountable or I'm not. And I have a feeling if you're here on revenue day, as you've been a part of this challenge for the last six going on seven days, you're the type of person that is willing to take accountability. You're the type of person that's willing to say, I see where my shortcomings are. I see where my opportunities are. I just need to know the blueprint. I need to know the path for how to move forward quickly, how to not have those things hold me back so that I can get the result. You and me, we're the same. That's how I feel. When something's going wrong and I'm creating an issue that's stopping my growth and development, I'm not just gonna let that exist. I'm gonna fix it. And so if you know that you can fix it, let's just talk about how you fix it. So next slide. This is my favorite wheel. I love a good wheel. I'm a fan of an infographic. Uh, this particular infographic is my favorite because what I like to call it is the employee engagement equation. This equation breaks down where there's an issue inside your business for engaging your team members. Because as I said earlier, it's not just random stuff that happens in your business that causes disengagement. There are very specific touch points. And so these three stages, attract, develop, transition. In my section of this unbreakable business system, I go deep into the, th the nuggets in each one of these because there's about 10 things under every single one of these points that either creates engagement or causes disengagement. And if you follow those 10 things, it's 30 in total, if you follow them, you will have a 10x culture. And I know you want a 10x culture because, well, you're going to see if you're not sold on why you want a 10x culture, just wait till you see the behind the scenes because you, you don't even know what you're missing in some cases until you've actually experienced what's possible. And what I know is possible, just like I said, I was able to go to Europe last week. The team handled stuff. In fact, we're about to pull off our best month in our health business and our third best month in our Cardinal Ventures business. And I was gone for an entire week. 
The business does not have to stop when you need to go pursue other opportunities. But this employee engagement equation has to be in place and you have to be in tune with what you are doing that's causing disengagement so that you can find people who will allow you the opportunity to push your business forward as you have new opportunities as a business owner. Or hell, as you want to create a vacation for yourself and your family because you've worked hard. That's okay too. This equation is the secret sauce. So align. What are you doing in the first 90 days in order to align your team members? Now, a little trick on this. Alignment doesn't start when somebody takes a job offer with you. Alignment actually starts during the interview process. Because if you don't know that that person is in alignment with your core values, with your mission statement, with where you're going, with what your goals are, and you just hire them and bring them on board with you, you're going to struggle. Because if they want something different than you want, and yet you've still hired them, it's not likely that you're just going to fire them instantly because they're no longer fitting with the vision that you have. Most businesses that I work with continue to have team members that aren't in alignment with them on their payroll because they're their best salesperson or they're what the customer knows is like the foundation of the business or they're just aware of where all the bodies are buried. A lot of businesses run like this. So instead of making it just be a part of your process that isn't really thought through, on the interview, my biggest tip is how do you use the interview process as a filter to start thinking, I'm going to align this person or I'm going to find that this person is not aligned. And if I find out that they're not aligned, I'm not moving forward with the offer. That alone will change how you look at your team once they're on board with you because you already know that you're beaten on the same drum. You're already on the same bus. You're headed in the right direction. And if you're not asking the question of what their goals are in the interview process, the rest of the alignment stuff, it's kind of for naught to be honest with you because you guys already aren't on the same page. You, they don't want to grow, but you do want to grow, but you're paying them to help you grow. So we're kind of in a conundrum here. But let's say that you have attracted them you went through the interview process, you onboarded them properly. The majority of the time spent from your team inside your business is in this phase that I like to call the development phase. This development phase should be the time where the team member is just showing up like they are 10X. They are developing themselves. They are becoming the best in their role. They're your best salesperson. They're showing up on time. They're not late. They don't have a bad attitude. And yet what happens normally is the inverse. After the first 90 days, you notice that the team member who was excited in the first few weeks and did such a great interview, they're actually now disengaged and they're not contributing like they were and they're starting drama inside your office. Well, the reason for this is you haven't created a big enough game for them. That is the third step of this wheel, which is transition because nobody is going to show up, be the very best version of themselves if they don't see what opportunity looks like for them. So my two big nuggets on this for today, because the rest of it I go so deep into in my part on the Unbreakable Business System. If you fix how you paint the picture of transition inside your business, and you, during the alignment phase, when you're, when you're bringing new team members on, are constantly pointing them to, sure, they might be joining as a salesperson today, but they have the future and the potential and the opportunity inside your business to be the director of sales, maybe the vice president of sales, 
Could they potentially be a future partner in your business? We have countless examples of people who have moved, and if you guys wanna to go to the next slide, who have moved through this opportunity, they go from a manager to a senior manager, to a director, to a senior director, to a vice president, and then to a future partner in our business because they saw on day one that it wasn't just about being a salesperson. I'm not sure if we're able to pull up the next slide. It says employee maturity, oh, there it is. And then if you click it one more time, oh wow, the animation looks nice. Yeah, so you see it's the manager and then you go to the next one and it shows the senior manager and then you go to the next one, it's director and then the next one is senior director. But what you'll notice about how I put this little graphic together is as somebody goes from a manager to senior manager, they have to go through this wheel. They have to align themselves with the opportunity for the business. Then they have to develop themselves be the very best inside that role, show up, not have an attitude, develop new skills, add value to the business. And then the next step is transition into the next role. And then once they've transitioned and now they're a senior manager, they have to realign with, man, this is a new role. There are a new set of responsibilities. I have a different compensation structure. I'm responsible for different things. Now I need to become the best at that. I develop myself and then transition into a director, which again is a different skill set than a senior manager. And so if you, in your interview process and in your onboarding process, really focus on how am I painting a picture for transition for my team? What does this actually look like? I would shamelessly steal this little graphic that I've just shown you so that you can provide reality, like, re like a real understanding for people of what's possible inside your business because you know that you're growing and the opportunity for them has everything to do with growth. But if you don't share that with your team members on the front end, they're just gonna show up and they're gonna be great at first and then they're gonna sink back into potentially being disengaged. And when they're disengaged, that's where you struggle. That's where the headaches come. That's where the stress comes because then you haven't really duplicated yourself because you're not disengaged. You're still showing up early, staying late, doing everything you can to make your business work. You need to figure out this engagement cycle and this people process for your team. And when you do figure this out, I can assure you it is the greatest freedom that you have. It is the greatest, it's the greatest opportunity that you're actually giving your team because they have then learned valuable skill sets and they are appreciative and grateful for how you have developed them and how you've poured into them and the, the value that you've added to their skill sets and to their lives to where your team members are excited for you hitting your goals. You're excited for them, they're excited for you, and this is the type of culture that you want to create inside your business. And so I did a brief overview. I know I only have a couple minutes left here. I did a brief overview of this engagement cycle. And again, top two takeaways. How are you asking for goals when you're aligning somebody in the interview process? And then how are you painting the picture of what transition, what opportunity looks like for your team members in your business so that the main phase that they're in, which is developing, it's the day-to-day, -day, it's showing up on a Tuesday and going all for it with your clients and your customers and your patients and having a good attitude. Because the only reason that they're going to show up and act as if they're you and try to develop skill sets to become you to take pressure off of you so that you can go do things that add more revenue to your business, it's the only way to do it. So with that, I am beyond excited to go deeper into this. For those of you who have moved forward with the Unbreakable Business System, because I go granular in each step 
of what has worked for me, what are the best practices, as I've done this time and time again inside our business in the last three years, going from zero employees to over 180 employees with over $75 million in revenue. So if I could give you the steps and the shortcuts and not have to spare you for the, the painful lessons that it took in order for this to take place, that is that is the intention that I set when I was filming the course and going into this content and structuring it. And it's all part of this unbreakable business system. So as Stormy said, you got to pick a few things to execute on. And those things might be marketing, they might be sales, but if they are leadership and if they are people, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you are really clear on how you're going to start filtering people in the interview process and then creating these opportunities because that alone will allow you to find better talent, will allow you to build on better talent, and then it becomes this ripple effect because when great people are working with you and you're a great person, they're telling their friends and their family who are great people that's going to create this ecosystem for you and your business to flourish versus having team members who aren't on board and might say negative things about how overworked or overwhelmed they are when really you know the truth. But it's been so much fun to be able to join you guys on this revenue day. I look forward to hearing about all of the successes that you guys are having. I know that you are going to win with this stuff because I know that we win with this stuff. I know that we implement this stuff every single day. And so you being able to share your wins is why we do what we do. But it's on you to execute, right? It's on you to actually take what you're learning, execute, get in the right rooms, be with the right mentors so that you can then go execute those things. And that's how the progression and the growth works. So we're looking forward to joining you on this journey of growth to create an unbreakable business because this is what we're here to do. This is our legacy. This is our mission. And you fulfilling on that and you being able to to be the, the 10Xers who grow and truly 10x not only your business but your personal lives and the growth that you have in all areas and all aspects of your life that's what we're here to to help you do all right i hope you enjoyed this episode of building billions with me talking about all things disengagement if you're wondering man like how do i get access to this unbreakable business challenge unfortunately you can't however Many of the things that I talk about are in my book, Teamwork. And if you haven't downloaded Teamwork, you need to. If you're a business owner, it is a game changer. It is all things alignment, development, transition. So you can go to cardaventures.com forward slash teamwork and get a copy. Also, I'm giving you two asks on this particular podcast. It would mean the world to me, like literally the world to me, if you would leave a review on this show It is something I am very passionate about. I want this show to grow. I am really reliant on the audience who loves the show, listens to the show in order to leave reviews and share it with new people in order for it to grow. So it would mean the world to me if you just opened your phone, took, I don't know, 10 seconds to write a nice review like, this podcast was awesome. I love building billions. See, I even just wrote it for you. How easy. It's not even going to take 10 seconds now. It's going to take like seven seconds. Seven seconds would mean the world to me. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you next time.